Hey everyone, welcome to Share Your Sparkle, and I'm your host, Dr. Darlene Berrios. This is season four, episode one, the end. What? Hey everyone, how have you been? It's been a long time, like since last year sometime, I think July, so like over six months, almost nine months that I haven't recorded anything. I'm back, maybe for a little bit, who knows, I felt like I needed to take a break. So I took a break and I was focusing on other things. I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But I'm starting this season called The End with the episode called The End. Uh, And I'm going to read a quote to you from God's Memorandum. It's, um, It's really long, but it was written by Ogmandino. And I'm sure I've mentioned him before, maybe. But um, there's, it just talks about like how we're miracles and it goes through this long list of reasons why um, we should count our blessings and just us being born the fact that we came into life with one sperm and one egg and we were formed how that's just a miracle in itself but um there's a quote in here it talks about the end which and cause and effect and it blows my mind and I think I've read this before but listen listen to this Cause and effect, means and ends, seed and fruit. These cannot be separated. The effect already blooms in the cause. The end pre-exists in the means. And the fruit is always in the seed. That means the end is already in the beginning. The end is already in the beginning of something and the beginning is already in the end of something. That's so, it blows my mind. I'm just going to read it one more time. And Bean's annoying me right now, but we'll just keep going. Cause and effect, means and ends, seed and fruit. These cannot be separated. The effect already blooms in the cause. The end pre-exists in the means. And the fruit is always in the seed. That's crazy. So, you know, it's natural. One of the things I was thinking about is that it's natural for things to end. There's a transition or I don't know, maybe transition, maybe transition is a better word because end. I think people are like, dun, dun, dun. you know, the end is here. Maybe we should use words like transition, but um, ends seem to have like this connotation of sadness or, you know, we judge it sometimes, but It's very natural. The day ends, the sun comes up and goes down and we have nighttime, you know, like it's very natural for the leaves to fall off the trees because the tree needs to survive through the winter. So those that green, beautiful, lush, you know, summer that we see ends, but it actually is part of survival for that tree to stop giving those leaves sugar so that it can survive the winter with less sunlight and come back again. So the end or transitioning, those are very natural parts of life. Um, I want to read a... Uh, so the main thing that I will do here is actually read my Guela's eulogy. I, she passed away one month ago. She was 90 years old. She lived a full life. 
and I thought maybe a good way to start season four was with the end. So I want to think of some things in my life or just in life in general, right? Like when you have the end of something, something else begins. But that's it's an it's it's natural. We um you know, when you have a baby, maybe the end of sleep happens. <laughs> no, I mean that's not really great, but it's true. Uh you have the end of a season with sports but that's okay because you need a break to rest and then you know the next season will come again next year whenever that starts um in life you have probably cycles you know i can remember in my i think i could break up my life into probably thirds and like a, my third first third my childhood my second third was my adulthood slash like fun single life kind of sorts and then my third third was family life and um each one had to have an end for the other one to start a funny story there like so random I don't know why I thought this this morning but I'm going to tell the story because it's funny you know when I was younger with my friends going out and thank god we all survived because we were not always very responsible but that's okay um we took a limo to a holiday party and there were a bunch of us in the limo afterwards because we were like oh you know let's leave the party and go somewhere else but we took the cake from the event like into the limo with us and one of my friends i'm totally going to call her out was eating the cake and she stops everybody she's like wait everyone wait wait there's gum in the cake and like I said I'm gonna call her out. I'm like Reese wait a second there's what do you mean there's gum in the cake and we're like oh man don't eat the cake don't eat the cake she's like there's gum in the cake and then I was like wait a second Reese weren't you chewing gum before you took a bite of the cake we cracked up it was really funny maybe you had to be there but I thought that was a fun story to share. So that kind of like partying of sorts ended, you know, once family life started, which was a good thing. You know, that's not a bad thing. Um, sometimes endings help because it makes us or preserves us, you know, it like um, maybe it's not sustainable to always have whatever it is for long periods of time because it's just not sustainable you know you can't live at the extremes think about a pendulum right it swings up uh, and down and across and over to the other side but it can't keep swinging at the extreme all the time it's not sustainable it's just like not natural so it comes to this natural natural like balancing point of somewhere in the middle so maybe that's why ends are important it's it's naturally helping to preserve us or whatever it is so that it lasts longer i have a reading here from change me prayers tosha silver the hidden power of spiritual surrenders and i opened up to this and I was like okay so let me just read it it call it's called it's really short um stories and this one is called no bag of bones you never know who's longing to support you if you open yourself up to their help either from this world or from other realms 
as well. In the last couple of months before my mother passed, she promised repeatedly she'd assist from the other side. In particular, she wanted to allow my writing to get everywhere it was meant to go. She deeply believed in it. I think of her now as my perfect astral manager. Well, one day toward the end, mom and dad and I were sitting in their kitchen with my dad tearfully pledging he would visit mom's grave with flowers. Every single day, he solemnly vowed. Debbie, I swear I won't miss a day. She rolled her eyes and gave him one of those playful but withering looks I had adored my whole life. Really? She asked, amused. Well, don't bother. Where do you think I'll be? Lying in the dirt like a cold bag of bones? Well, God and I have big plans together. Very big, so I'll be busy. And when you're ready, you can come help too. Dad looked shocked, but Mom had it all perfectly figured out, as usual. Then she, after each story, she has a little prayer. Change me, divine beloved, into one who understands the true meaning of death. Remove my fear of dying. Open my vision to the eternal. May all transitions lead me into ever-deepening union with you. Change Me Prayers, The Hidden Power of Spiritual Surrender, Tosha Silver. So, as I mentioned, my guela, I know it's abuela, but I'm going to say guela, passed away a month ago today. I'm going to read, I was uh, asked by my aunts and uncles to do the eulogy. I... Then that night, just prayed and asked for what I should say. And all night, I just kept on waking up and writing these ideas down in my journal. And the next morning, I woke up and put it all together. And this is what Guela gave me. Hello, everyone. My name is Darlene Berrios. You probably know me better as Jaji or Jaji Baby, Baby Jaji. I am the daughter of Joe and Gloria and have the honor and privilege of being Guelas. I know it's Abuela, but I called her Guelas. And I have the honor and privilege of being her oldest granddaughter. I hope today to capture her essence, inspire us to live differently, and celebrate her life through these words. Guela grew up Catholic, and I want to pay tribute to her way of praying by opening up with the Hail Mary in Spanish. And if you'd like, you can join along. I did the sign of the cross. Dios te salve, María. Llena eres de gracia, el Señor es contigo. Bendita tú eres entre todas las mujeres, y bendito es el fruto de tu vientre, Jesús. Santa María, Madre de Dios, ruega por nosotros pecadores, ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amén. And then I did the sign of the cross. If you closely examine her life, Guela was very wise in how she was in this world. You didn't see a poster that said, living like Guela rules in her house, but by her actions, I saw a pattern. So, here are the seven living like Guela rules. Living like Guela number one, be hospitable. You saw in her obituary, you could always count on a great cup of coffee and a hot plate of food, no matter what time of day you visited. It didn't matter who you were, coffee and food were always there for you. That's remarkable. She fed our stomachs, but she also fed our souls. 
If you needed a mother, she was there. She not only raised all of her children, she raised many others who needed nurturing in this world. She knew how to care for people. Maybe we need to be a little bit more hospitable in this world. Living like Guela number two, be humble. Guela was never one to brag or talk about herself like she was better than, out, than anyone else. She never cared about what material things you had or didn't have. She was truly one of the most humble human beings I've ever met. Even in every conversation I witnessed, she always wanted to know about you. She wanted to know how you were doing, how your family was. Then only when you asked her about herself did she talk about how she was feeling or doing. Maybe we need to be a little bit more humble in this world. Living like Guela number three, love unconditionally. Guela loved you. You didn't have to do anything special. You didn't have to be anyone special. She loved you for you. <clears throat> Maybe we need to love a little bit more unconditionally in this world. Living like Guela number four, have faith and pray. Guela chose to find God through the Catholic Church. She loved coming to mom's house and visiting the statue of the Virgin Mary. She liked going to church and praying for everyone. While this might not be how you live, there is value in having faith. Maybe we just need to have a little more faith in ourselves. There is also value in prayer, and not because it changes things, because, but because it changes us. You don't have to pray like Guela. Just saying thank you when you open your eyes in the morning is a prayer. Yes, Guela prayed the rosary, but she also knew prayer was active. That's why I'm talking about these living like Guela lessons. Maybe we need to have a little more faith and prayer in this world. Living like Guela number five, family first. Guela was a faithful, dutiful wife, an amazing mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother, sister, aunt, and more. For her, family was everything. When she saw you, her face lit up, and she actually smiled with her eyes. Janito, I know you want to be her favorite, but she made everyone feel like they were her favorite. Everyone! She loved her family fiercely. Maybe we need to put our families first a little more in this world. Living like Guela number six, be consistent. I'm sure Guela had her days, but for the most part, she was consistently Guela. She had her smile, her laugh, even the way she walked and moved around was consistently the same. She wasn't all over the place with her emotions. She wasn't yelling one second, then crying the next. Guela was consistently kind, patient, and loving. She was consistently Guela. Maybe we all need to be a little bit more consistent in this world. Living like Guela number seven. This, I think, is my favorite. Hug like Guela. All of you know what I'm talking about here. Guela was about 5'2", maybe 135 pounds, but she hugged like she was Maelito. Where's Maelito? By the way, Maelito is like one of our biggest cousins. <clears throat> I had him stand up during the eulogy. Her hugs were tight and gentle all at the same time. Maybe we need to hug more like Guela in this world. And because we need a reminder, I did make a little poster or more like a card of the seven living like Guela rules or living like Guela's lessons for us to remember how to live like her. And I actually made um, these business cards with the different rules on them. In closing, to her friends and acquaintances, thank you for being a part of her life. For her sisters, brothers, nieces, nephews, and cousins, she will miss you very much. 
This message is for everyone, but especially for her grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren. Guela was born almost a hundred years ago. She lived a life that matched her time. She went to school up until fifth grade. She married young, and she raised children her whole life. She lived a life that matched her time. I once asked her about her hopes and dreams, and she said she didn't have any growing up. For us now, we have the freedom to go to school or do a program. We have the freedom to choose our career. If you're a girl and want to be a pilot, go for it. We also have the freedom to love who we want to love. If you loved someone, to Guela, it didn't matter if they were a different culture, same gender, different religion, or spoke a different language. If you loved someone, Guela loved them too. Love freely. And above all else, we have the freedom to choose joy. For all of the dreams and goals that she couldn't fulfill or didn't even allow herself to have, let's make them happen through us. Live freely. Love freely. And do it all with joy. This message is for her children and their spouses. Being your mother was the best gift in the world for her. And for Norma, you were her north star and her compass. She knew where she was because of you. Now she'll be your compass guiding you whenever you need her. To represent this, here's a real compass. Thank you, Guela, for this tribe that started with you. You will be missed. Te quiero mucho. That was the first eulogy I've ever done. Um, I'm glad it was it was her. She had a full life, and I was honored and privileged to do it. Hey, people. Um, I don't know when I'll do my next episode, but I had some feedback to kind of get back at it, so here I am. By the way, when I first started this, one of the things I wanted to do was talk to people. And I want you on the show. Yes, you listening. I want you on the show. I want your story. I want your magic. I want your talents, whatever it is. Your laughter. I want you on the show. Find me. It's not that hard to Google someone. You Actually, all of you probably have my phone number. Send me a text. Let's do this. Uh, you, it's time to let God out. And this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it on this platform. And why not? So let's go. Reach out to me. Let's make it happen. And, um, you know, let's do a show about you. In the meantime, you can catch me on TikTok. The true stars are Guela and Bean. Um, it's called like messages from the mountain. So, you know, I hike every day, almost every day. So we do little snippets of our adventure during the day. And I've been asking Guela questions like, so I refer to my mother as Guela because she's a grandmother to her grandkids. So it's not my Guela who just passed, but my mom and she's hilarious. It's really funny. So messages from the mountain, you can tune in there. Um, otherwise... Accept your sparkle, surrender to it, and allow it to be so. Until then, keep shining!